think I'm getting sick. Luckily, I do know a doctor. He's a bit strange, though. All this and more on Geekly Bi-Weekly. What's up, you gorgeous geeks? Welcome to Geekly Bi-Weekly, your new favorite podcast for geek news, pop culture, and discussion. My name is Hogan. And I'm Ida. Listen, guys. It finally happened. We, uh, we being Geekly Bi-Weekly, we bullied Marvel and Disney hard enough into giving us the Thor Love and Thunder trailer. And I know that's not where we were supposed to begin, but if you haven't watched it, please do. Despite the fact that Chris Pratt is in it, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey. I am so excited for it. But It looks great, right? I'm really, really excited for it. Um, all that excitement right now is being geared directly into Doctor Strange, into Stockter. I said Stockter because I burped right before I said Doctor. <laughs> into Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, the star of the show. Oh man, what a movie it was. Um, we are going to do our best to give you a quick review or a quick rundown of the movie. And usually when we say, oh, we're going to give you a quick rundown, um, it turns into like a whole 30 minute thing mm-hmm. of just us talking about what happened. Uh, this one, not so much. This one, I really wanted to be a quick one because the new season of Apex just dropped and I kind of need to go get on that soon. Um, <laughs> that being said. Spoiler alert, first and foremost. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. My God, I'm looking at the notes and I didn't. Who put me in charge of this? <laughs> So before we get into this uh, (laughs) wonderful and hopefully quick breakdown of Doctor Strange, we are going to be talking in a lot of spoiler territory. So if you have not seen the movie, stop what you're doing, go see it, and then come back and give this a listen. Mm -hmm. Stop what you're doing because we're about to ruin Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Um, Listen. Basically, the movie is uh, around uh, um, Wanda absolutely losing her shit. Going absolutely bad shit crazy. She, like, murdered people, right? And then she was like, this is me being reasonable. No, it wasn't. No, not even a little bit, girl. Like, come on. (laughs) You killed so many people for no reason. So many people in so little time. So little time. So basically what happens is uh, there's this character, new character that we got to meet named America Chavez, who can punch portals into the multiverse and uh, go to different universes and whatnot, which before we go on, I know I do this every time, someone on TikTok brought up the fact that we get our first Latina superhero, mm-hmm. and she has the power of immigration. <laughs> And she's running away from a white lady. Yeah, who's actively trying to kill her and take her power away. (laughs) (laughs) Because she wants something that isn't hers. It's almost like we've had so much of this story told throughout history. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways... Uh, America's running through the multiverse, uh, ends up in Doctor Strange's universe, our Doctor Strange's universe, uh, 
Wanda attacks Carmitage because she wants America. America is a new character, by the way. Um, <laughs> attacks Carmitage, kills just about everyone there. America ends up hunting a portal into a new universe. Like we go through a few different universes, but them just passing through them, which a lot of them look really cool. I wish we could see more of them. Mm-hmm. Ends up in a new universe where they're like, we don't know how we're going to get back home, blah, 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 blah. They end up meeting that universe's Mordo, who uh, I'm not sure if you guys remember was from the first one, was like kind of Doctor Strange's original teacher. And um, then was like, Nah, all this shit's kind of fucked up. I'm gonna go on like a like a killing spree and goes like ends up taking people's powers and shit because he thought that most people didn't deserve them. Um, and that's the last we saw of him in that movie. Uh, and then we see him in this one, which he was like super excited to see Doc, uh, and was like, "Man, my brother, it's good to see you." Blah, blah, blah. He ends up poisoning him uh, because he's like the biggest threat to the multiverse is U two. U two being. Uh, not the band U2. Shadows and Strange. Yeah, exactly. Not where the streets have no name. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, And so they lock them away for a little bit. All the while, back in our universe, uh, Wanda is holding Wong hostage and is using the Darkhold to go and what is called a dreamwalk, where she possesses her own body in another universe. Mm Mm-hmm. And she is, like, dreamwalking in another universe and trying to be with her kids. But one of Wong's, like, homies goes and stabs the, the Darkhold and takes her out of it. Uh, and so she's like, there's got to be another way to get it because uh, if there's not, I'm going to lose my fucking mind again and kill everyone again. What she does get, like, real close to doing that. So Wanda is going crazy all the while, Strange and Chavez, and now uh, the ex-fiance of Strange, Christine Palmer, who is a scientist uh, working with the Illuminati in this other universe, decide that they're going to try to find the Book of Ashanti, which is the antithesis of the Darkhold. That way they can maybe have enough power to fight off Wanda. They end up finding it and it gets destroyed so she takes Chavez and uh, Strange and Palmer get separated from her and they end up going into another universe Uh, they kind of find out all right well the Book of Ashanti isn't going to help us anymore we need to find another alternative and Strange ends up going back to our original timelines universe in his own dream walking with now uh, the Strange Supremes version of the Darkhold. He dream walks into his own corpse that was left in our universe in order to try and save Chavez from Wanda. He ends up getting to Mount Wondegore where there is kind of another little battle that ensues and he finally makes it over to Chavez and convinces her you do have control of your power you can control this and you alone kind of have to figure this shit out um and so she does (laughs) and is kind of a badass with it and uh Maximov ends up uh running into her own version like another version of herself 
who is the mother of Billy and Tommy in that universe. And uh, Wanda was dreamwalking using her body earlier, where basically Wanda says to Wanda, no, you've always been loved. Like you, you can, you can let go. And Wanda kind of snaps back into reality. Oop, there goes gravity. And, uh, <laughs> wait, hold on, hold on. I, I do have to correct you just real quick. Yeah. Um, she actually says, no, they'll always be loved. Talking about uh, Billy and Oh, Tommy. yeah. See, that audio mixing was the fucking worst. I literally did it not was, hear wasn't it? a goddamn thing she said there. It, it was really bad, admittedly, guys. That that was bad. Um, yeah, it was rough. But, uh, yeah, so Wanda ends up realizing that she has gone too far and the only way to destroy you know to end this is to destroy mount wendigore which in and of itself was the original version of the dark hold and a throne to wanda for her to take the scarlet witch throne and control of the dark hold and she destroys it so we got that and it is a little bit later that we kind of get a flash forward where we're back at the Comitage, uh and we see the surviving sorcerers training who are joined by Chavez, who is now training to be a sorcerer herself. Um, meanwhile, Strange is back in New York where he develops a third eye as a result of using the dark hold and walking in a corpse so yeah that's basically the very very quick breakdown of the movie with a, a lot left out but literally the means, quickest breakdown we've ever given i know but it means that you guys actually have stuff to be surprised by <laughs> yeah uh, unless you listen to like what the next couple minutes because we're gonna get yeah into we're, right we're gonna go a little bit more in depth but we at least just uh, wanted to give you the the bullet points yeah, you know, just the, the what's that website called? Um, the one where everyone goes and looks at the books and, like, it's, Cliff, is it Cliff Notes? Cliff Notes? Yeah, we gave you the Cliff Notes version. The Cliff Notes, oh God, that was a terrible joke and it took way too long to get to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Listen, uh, this movie has a lot of really big moments. Mm-hmm. Just like on the notes that I'm looking at, and I'm sure you're looking at too, uh, I want you to give us your review first. Yeah, okay, so I overall really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was really good. There um, was a lot of really, really interesting points. It was well done. Um, it basically was going back to Sam Raimi's roots of Evil Dead. There was a lot of nuances and kind of even very close shots where it was like oh that straight up could have been out of an evil dead movie mm -hmm. um so i liked the really creepy aspects of it there were definitely some parts that i had a little bit of issue with um i think it would have been a little more interesting to see wanda's descent into madness a little bit more um but all in all i think it was a really fun movie uh provided some really good horror some great uh, f fan moments um, kind of gave some of us what we've been wanting, including uh, seeing the Illuminati Council or whatever the hell. Yeah. Uh, oh, you got it right. Cool. Great. I'm proud of my knowledge there for a second. 
I was not convinced in my own knowledge there. Hey, you know what? I'm I'm proud of you for it. You did a great job. So, um, yeah. That being said, we're going to pass it over to Matt real quick because he's got his thoughts that he wants to share with us. Matt, go ahead and take it over, bud. I was pretty excited for this movie going into it. Even though I avoided all the trailers, all I saw was the teaser. And I'm really glad I did because that trailer gave away way too much. Uh, now watching it later. I always loved the old Spider-Man movies with Tobey Maguire that were directed by him. So when I found out that it was going to be directed by him, I was really excited. Especially since the first Doctor Strange, I thought, was one of the better Marvel movies. I think that the directing and the cinematography of this movie are the best parts about it. About a third of the way into it, it really picks up. And once it does, it's just nonstop from there. That first third of the movie, though, felt a little bit rough for me. There was points where I noticed like some really, really bad hair pieces and some some bad-looking sets. There was one scene where there was a bunch of people that ran out onto a balcony and looked out or up or something like that, and I thought I was watching one of the Star Wars prequels. I think it was something that had to do with like the way the light was hitting the set. It just made it look like Disneyland or something like that. I think that overall the pace was good, although there were a lot of moments where I noticed that characters would just directly say like things that are happening in the plot but I don't think that the movie was too fast-paced. I thought that it was pretty well-paced, and it actually felt like a much longer movie than it was, in a good way. This movie has kind of like a wacky energy to it that I really enjoyed. Wow, that was uh, wow. invigorating and wow, so good. Um, my mind's a little blown. Yeah, speaking of, that's actually part of my review. Um, I'm going to take the next one, and then after me is going to be Connery. Um, but I really, really like this movie. There were, it blew my mind. It blew my mind, but uh, it, it, it didn't feel, let me try that again. It blew my mind, honestly. I feel like they, they crushed it. it. It didn't feel like it was like, it didn't feel like it was shredded or strung out or anything because it felt like they had to like had to cut it in half a bit a few times. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. That's just me. I'm sure the uh, the Illuminati feels the same way. Uh, <laughs> Specifically, Carter. Well, I mean, I literally just said all of their deaths. Yeah. You know, blew yeah. my mind. Shredded. Anyway. <laughs> oh my gosh, I am such an idiot. <laughs> You're just picking up on it, aren't you? I just you? picked up on that. Yeah, but you uh you looked twice so hard at that one, your neck snapped. Ah. Uh, You're welcome. You. That was the last one that I needed. <laughs> um <laughs> Listen, we got to see the Illuminati, uh, at least this universe's Illuminati, uh in almost full, there was one extra chair there that I'm feeling was for their universe's Doctor Strange. No, I think you're apt right on the money with that. Yeah, it was. I feel like it was for their universe's Doctor Strange, which he's dead. He's dead in that universe, which is aptly titled Universe 838. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this movie, they finally gave us confirmation of what number our universe is, which turns out is universe 616. Uh, before we move on with this, I am going to pass it over to Connery next uh, for her review of the movie. Connery, take it over. Matt, give her some applause. 
file not found. Wow, Connor, you certainly said words that I could hear uh, in post mm -hmm. because yeah. you're not here right now. Um, Great job. Lovely review. So good. Well, yeah, I just... Matt, give her some more round of applause, please. It was just so nice. Anyways, uh, stop, the, stop the applause. Um, this movie gave us, finally, what everyone's been asking for. And that's something they've been teasing since, what, Iron Man 2? They had a little Easter egg of it on uh, Tony Stark's phone. They teased, or they brought the Illuminati. Yep. That was really cool. I, in the theater, I was the only one, because it wasn't opening weekend anymore. But I was like, yeah! yeah. This is the best! Like... My partner was definitely giving me looks of like, you nerd. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for those of you that didn't know, I got to go to the uh, fan event for the premiere of it uh, in Hollywood um, that was being put on by Nerdist. Uh, when they revealed who was on the Illuminati, that theater was in an absolute uproar. So... I'm sure As a final winter. moment of spoilers, I'm going to let you guys know right now, this is going to be very, very big spoilers for, for what happened in the Illuminati scene. Um, so leave while you can, unless you don't want to. Um, we can't control you. The Illuminati in this movie was made up of, what, six different people? I'm going to say, uh, if I'm counting yes. correctly, I'm probably not. Uh, Baron Mordo. Mm-hmm. Um... Captain Carter, played by Haley Atwell. Yeah, it was great to see her back on screen. So good, right? Uh, and then we had uh, Captain Marvel, played by Lashana Lynch, who was uh, reprising her role as Rhea, uh, Maria Rambo um, from the first Captain Marvel movie, uh, which was fantastic to see. I love that she was Captain Marvel. Um, mm -hmm. We also had... Uh, Black Bolt from the uh, the original series that uh, premiered on, uh, not HBO, on ABC. Yes, The Inhumans. Which, Played by that show was terrible. I haven't seen it. Yeah, he was played by Anson Mount, and it was just really, really bad. I think it lasted, like, probably... A few episodes and then it got canceled because it was that bad. Um, yeah, it was rough. Uh, it didn't even make it past season one. It made it to eight episodes and then uh, was canceled. Um, Dang. But Anson Mount from the original series came back to play Black Bolt, the king of the Inhumans. Um, mm -hmm. And that was really cool to see. Like I, I was really glad that they brought him back. But I think the one that everyone was looking forward to most actually happened. And that was John Krasinski oh, as Mr. Fantastic. I know. I was as so Reed stoked. Richards. I lost my fucking mind. I, yeah, I literally I was like slapping the chair and my partner was like, What? And I was like, everybody has been wanting this for so long. And they so finally long. gave it to us. <laughs> Yeah, and then they took it away so quickly. So um, but then, of course, like the real star of the show was Patrick Stewart coming out as Charles Xavier. Yeah, I squeezed. And that was just such a good throwback for me, because not only did they have him in his, what, 1997 uh, animated series wheelchair, yep. but when he came out, the orchestra played the 97 x-men theme yep. and i was like oh no my heart i love this for me um yeah 
oh my god it was just so nice seeing all of them on screen and then watching them absolutely get murdered it, it, for me it really felt like uh like what they did with um uh, what's that Spider-Man movie? Uh, no Way Home, where they had like mm-hmm. the original two Spider-Man, and they were like showed up and kicked ass, but only the exact opposite for us. Yeah, they they showed up and got their ass kicked. Oh, so quickly! So basically, what happens in the uh, the 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 fight scene that goes on is Wanda goes and infiltrates the building that they're in, and Mister Fantastic, Black Bolt, Captain Carter, and Captain Marvel all go over and like. That's right. No, we got this. We'll take care of her. Don't worry about it. You guys keep Strange here uh, because he's in he's in big boy jail right now. Mm-hmm. So they get out there and they try to reason with her efforts. They being uh, uh, Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic. He's like, listen, Wanda, I know how you feel. I've got kids of my own. And she goes, is their mother still alive? He's like, yeah. And he... <laughs> She goes, good. At least there'll be someone left to raise them. And I was like, oh, no, oh, they're the about to die, on aren't that? they? Yeah. But, this I mean, we not... saw it coming. I saw yeah, it no, coming. Yeah, no, we definitely saw it coming, but not in the way that she did this. I know. Because, she did dirty. <laughs> oh, so bad. Because, what's his name? Uh, John Krasinski, Reed Richards, goes, listen, a black bolt can annihilate you with just a whisper from his mouth. And, like, when he said that, I was like, why would he, why, why would he say it like that? And Wanda kind of looks over at him and goes, what mouth? And it shows just Black Bolt's like face, like from his nose up and starts panning out and shows that his mouth has been erased. Like, uh, like at the beginning uh, or not the beginning, like, like uh, the Matrix. near the beginning of the Matrix. Yeah. And he's like, uh, what the fuck? And like, kind of like reaching for his mouth and like, or like trying to feel for his mouth. He was like, oh shit, like I, <laughs> I actually don't have a mouth right now. And panic nope. sets in and he goes to yell. And that was his first mistake because it caves in his own fucking head. Yep. And oh. that's when everyone was like, oh, oh no. <laughs> this is not good, is it? Um, Go ahead and tell us the next death. Yeah, so the next death, I want to say, is Reed Richards, uh, Mm -hmm. where he goes to extend, and all of a sudden, his arms and legs just start shredding, right? And, like, Wanda just, oh, God, that was, it was like spaghetti. Like, unraveling. Yeah. And, like, it would have been fine if, like, she had just unraveled him, and then that was the end of it. No, she popped his head, too. Yeah. No, his head was done. Um, then we're like, all right, cool. Two boys are down. Uh, let, let's go ladies. And they go real serious and real hard real quick, um, where, you know, they're trying to attack her. Captain Marvel gets thrown many times into walls Mm -hmm. uh and every single time she you know tries to get back up but as she's stuck in a wall you've got agent or captain carter coming around like throwing the shield at wanda and at one point she like throws the shield and wanda like redirects it and you just see it go like right into a pole and Haley Atwell as Captain Carter's face just kind of sink. Mm-hmm. And you realize, oh shit, 
the shield just went through her. Just so. straight up cut her in half. <laughs> oh, no, 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 hold on a minute. I think I got to say my favorite part of that fight, though, was when Wanda was like, oh, don't you ever give up? And Haley Atwell looks at her and goes, I could do this all day. And spits the blood out of her mouth. Loved it. It was loved it. Perfect. Such a good throwback, but also, oh my god, she died. Um, <laughs> and then that left Captain Marvel, and she comes flying out of the hole that she was tossed into, like the the wall in the hole that she was tossed into, and she puts up a damn good fight. Like she put up the best fight against her against uh, Wanda out of any of them. Yeah. But still ended up getting thrown into like a giant statue and then hits the ground pretty hard. And as she's going to get up, Wanda pulls the statue down onto her and just crushes her. Yeah. Just. And that was the end of four of the six of the Illuminati. And I mean, this scene is maybe three minutes long. Like, if that. If, that, if that. that's including the negotiation. Yeah. Like. It was not a long scene, and they got, they were toast. It was so, over. It was so bad. That was and then, so fun to watch. <laughs> it, it was a really, really cool scene. At the same time, it was like, it was like ah, shit, well, they certainly gave us what we wanted, but uh, what was the cost? Yeah. And it turns out the cost was four lives. Um, <laughs> and so Wanda's like, well... I gotta go get my people now, gotta go get America and take her powers. And as she's going to go get America Chavez. Yeah. So what's her name? Wanda goes and tries to uh, get America and Professor X rolls up in his big ass yellow wheelchair floating shit and is like, this is enough. Mm-hmm. And like goes and like gets in her mind, right? And <laughs> As he, he, like, it zooms in on her eye, and it shows clearly, like, what's going on inside her head, and it's just, like, this this white wasteland. Like, there's nothing there, literally nothing there, except, like, a really fucked up door and some rubble. Mm-hmm. And Patrick Stewart walks in, looking like fucking Steve uh, Jobs. Steve Jobs. <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't <laughs> the only one who thought that. <laughs> oh, no, definitely, yeah. So I was like, oh, shit, I didn't know he was going to be in this movie. Hell, yeah. Um... And so he walks through the door, but before he walks through the door, he looks directly into the camera and looks at us. And I was like, oh no, I don't like this at all. Uh, that was very fourth wall break and I loved it. Like, I, I, obviously I loved it, but at the same time I was like, this was a little creepy. Um, and so he goes and finds uh, Wanda Maximoff, like the good Wanda Maximoff under some rubble. And I was like, listen, your evil side has taken over. If I can pull you out from here. Uh, you should be able to take back over and fix what's happened. And as he's going to pull her out, this red mist comes up from behind him, and he, like, you know he realizes that it's there. And then he's fucked. Yeah, he, like, goes to pull her out, and, like, at one point, Wanda pulls away, and, like, kind of hides, goes back and hides in the, uh, in the rubble. And Scarlet Witch Wanda comes out from the mist, and snaps his neck and kills him too. Mm-hmm. Which was, oh my god, I can't believe they killed all those characters so quick. Um, yeah. All together, really, really, like, really fun. Really good movie. Um, but it's not without its faults. Oh no, there, there were a lot of faults, admittedly. 
one of them not being um, Bruce Campbell being in it. Loved Bruce Campbell at all times, forever. Well, and it's a staple for every Raimi film. Gotta have exactly. Bruce. Exactly. That's how I feel about it. I mean, it's fact because that's how it is. But, um, yep. Literally. Tell me, uh, <laughs> give me, give me uh, your favorites and things that you think need to work on. Um, I think it was really cool seeing this dark, gritty, horrific version of the universe, the Marvel universe, because we haven't really gotten a whole lot of horror elements when there are a lot of really horrific things that happen. That was really cool. Seeing the performances from Elizabeth Olsen, from Benedict Cumberbatch, um, you know, Rachel McAdams, all great. There were definitely uh, some incredible moments, like Benedict Cumberbatch going between the strangers. You could tell just like there was a significant difference, not just because of the look, but the way that he presented himself and all of that it was wonderful um i will say though that some of the big faults that i had with this movie as i mentioned in my quick review not seeing wanda kind of go mad and just immediately be like at a thousand i felt was a bit of a disservice um i think that as well there were a couple plot points from wandavision that should have maybe been tied up like where the fuck is white vision um what what which can we please come up with a better name for that for him seriously um and as well kind of the like why were billy and tommy yelling help at the end of it um etc those are all things that i feel really could have been tied up but Raimi has outwardly said that he did not watch WandaVision so uh that would explain why again super fun movie um but I think that there were a couple points that maybe could have been expanded on a little bit more um it would have been cooler to have seen Wanda help Strange and Chavez a little bit and then have the dark hold start doing its thing but again I I'm nitpicking at this point. It was a fun movie. I don't know. I mean, I agree for the most part with what with a lot of what you said. Um, as Marvel's first, what I feel like was their first real horror film. Mm-hmm. I think they did a great job, especially with picking Sam Raimi. Yes. Um, but like I said, it wasn't. It was definitely not without its faults. Um, most of my issues come from. Uh, some of the uh, the effects and how they felt a little incomplete at times. Um, yeah, I, I remember seeing the point where like those giant monster things come out when they were on Mount Wondergore, mm-hmm. and Wong goes and activates his like hand magic shit. And I saw it and I was like, that felt like the the way that it was rendered for some reason felt very um, I don't know, like like Iron Man one looks. I guess. It reminded uh, me a lot of, like, The Lord of the Rings. Yeah, right? Like, like you could tell that something wasn't right about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, in the next shot, it looked fine. Like, it was it was okay and whatever. But um, also, a lot of the shots, for some reason, on Wanda, I felt like they were very... Uh, they were either blurry or they were using, like, a soft focus lens on it for some reason. Mm-hmm. 
just because she's the woman character, I don't feel like they need to be using the soft lens on her uh, because she's very clearly the bad guy in this movie. Like, get, make her look as gritty and fucked up as possible. Yeah, because make her look harsh. Every time that they went back to Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, like even when they were flying in the sky at the uh, the uh, siege of Carmitage, uh, they would show her and she would be a little more softer looking, a little more blurry. And then they would show Benedict and it was like, oh, cool. You can see every single pore that he has for some fucking reason. Um <laughs> I think that was that was my biggest issue and my biggest takeaway with this movie was that as well as it was done, there were certain things that they they definitely could have done better as far as the camera work went. The lighting, the um, the the color choices that they did, all were really cool. Uh, also, I know this is gonna sound real real nitpicky, but um, some of the lines. When they were talking to America. Terrible. So and they were like, is America okay? I was over here like, no. No, we are not. Why do you ask? <laughs> and then, at the end, Strange is like, America, you can do this. You just need to believe in yourself. And I was like, no. What? I, it felt a really, really on the nose, even for a Marvel film. Yeah, it was really on the nose and just kind of pandering. Yeah, I felt pandering. That's a good word. Um, but it, all in all, it's a Raimi flick. It's supposed to feel a little bit campy. It's supposed to feel uh, a little bit silly, and it definitely went over the top on a few points. Um, well, I feel like the, the most over the top part was when he, uh, Strange goes and possesses his own dead body from the other universe. And then the souls of the damned are like, Strange, you know that you shouldn't be doing this. Release him, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, <laughs> this feels real silly. This feels real silly, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go see it a third time anyways. See, I didn't mind that part so much because, honestly, those effects were really cool. Um, also, I want to, speaking of really cool effects, the musical note fight was wonderful to see that was that was really cool um, oh we have very different opinions on it really i thought it was good it, <laughs> I, I i enjoyed it i thought it was certainly an interesting take yeah um i can see that um i felt uh, the music in it was good. If anything, the music was a little bit sharp. Yeah. You're welcome for that one. I was, I've been holding on to that one for a little <laughs> bit, too. Um, you had all these, like, ready. You were like... Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Since Thursday, you've had them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. The moment I saw it, I was like, this seems a little bit sharp, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> of course I was that guy uh, It that scene I don't want to say it bothered me because it didn't bother me but I was like this 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 seems a little too much for me like, like, like if it went on any longer then I would have been like this is this is this is way too over the top I even for a Raimi flick do agree it could have been shorter that's a, again there were a lot of moments where they expanded a little too much and then didn't give us a whole lot uh, where they should have. 
Yeah. Like, I would have liked the scene with the Illuminati to have been longer. Um, yeah. It, it's a little silly that we've got, like, okay, let's have numerous battles between, like, Strange and, uh, as well, Shimagorath, right? That's the name? Yeah, they had to change his name officially. But, but like... Uh, they nuked him so quick. I was like, the fuck? Okay. Cool. I kind of liked the way they killed him, though. Like, like no, it, it, was, really pushed... it was a cool way, but it was also like, that's so... That, that's it? You're not wrong. And then some of Sochi's acting, who plays America, was a little rough. The scene where she's drugged, where she's like, oh my god, gunk, like, <laughs> girl, that, that was the best take they got? <laughs> that, um, that was I, it? <laughs> I, I I really, really liked her. I thought she was great. Oh, I, um, she was great. At the Nerdist thing, that uh, the, the Nerdist premiere, she was actually there and came out and talked to the crowd for a little bit. She's oh, wow. super, super sweet. She celebrated her 16th birthday on set. I mean, she's only 16. Oh, we yeah. gotta give her room to grow. Totally. <laughs> that, but that when she knocked out, I was like, oh no, that was that was rough, wasn't it? <laughs> that so scene she. in particular, um, and again, she is a young actress. She did great. I'm not holding that against her. It, she had a lot of really emotional scenes that she <clears throat> was really powerful in. Uh, but yeah, there were definitely some of those where I was like, oh, mm, that, that was not it. Um, now, I would like to go on record and officially say that people that are giving her shit for her character and who she is can fuck right off. Oh, yeah. Fuck that. Because she, I, she's literally been getting death threats. That is not okay. This is a child. What the, the fuck exactly. are you doing? Any, you know, she's a child in a movie. Let, let her live. She's just... <laughs> It feels it feels very like what they did to the uh, the original kid that played Anakin in uh, Episode One, mm-hmm. and how much shit they gave him. Yeah, he quit acting. Ah, uh, that was fucked up too. Like the, like even as a, as a kid, when I was a kid, I was like, this seems a little weird. He's literally just doing what he's being asked to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's just doing his job. He, he's just doing his job. Um, and so was she, and I don't know, I feel like she did good. Oh, I, overall, I she did great, but... Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so before we wrap up uh, our review on Doctor Strange, I did want to bring up uh, one other thing. We mentioned earlier that John Krasinski was in the movie as uh, Reed Richards. John Watts, the guy that did all three of the new Spider-Man movies, was originally set to be doing the um, new Fantastic Four movie, Mm -hmm. but I want to say about two weeks ago, officially stepped down. Yes. Don't know why. It hasn't really been officially reported. There's been a lot of speculation, uh, which has led me to wondering who should be directing this next movie. Um, And it got me to wondering even more who we want to see as the different characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what we're going to do in this next uh, clip, in this next area, next segment, that's the word I'm looking for, uh, is we are going to fan cast real quick. Um, 
I definitely put out the uh, notice for you guys to do this earlier. I'm not sure. Did you end up doing yours? I have some of them. I don't have all of them. Admittedly. Okay. Um, would you like to start off or should we go with Connery's? I can give my quick one. Uh, all right, let's see what you got. So for me, I would actually really like to see Krasinski try to direct this. I think he could do a really good job with it. Um, I also would like to see him as Reed Richards, but I don't know if they're going to give that to him in the whole universes if the multiverse is currently correct a lot of the uh actors are the exact same so i'm hopeful but otherwise i would like to maybe see like joshua jackson um as reed i think he could do a really good job with it um for susan i think uh having somebody kind of unknown might be interesting admittedly same with uh ben Grimm or the thing and then as for like human torch i could see someone like dave franco dylan o'brien uh something like that but yeah oh and lastly for dr doom because i'm gonna assume he will be the big bad guy it would be really interesting to see someone like michael shannon or um well i can't remember but michael shannon i think would be really cool dr doom all right those are those are pretty solid choices um connery's choices i feel are very off the wall yeah um (laughs) i like them yeah i'm not going to say they're bad because i do like them um but it's definitely a, a, a mixed cast. Uh, mm-hmm. For Reed Richards, you want to see Cole Sprouse. Uh, Sue Storm, the Invisible Woman. Tara Sutaria. Mm-hmm. The Thing, or Ben Grimm. Trevanti Rhodes, uh, which if you haven't looked him up, gorgeous black man. Oh my goodness. Um, and for the Human Torch, Johnny Storm. Uh, she wants to see Siraj Sharma. If these are not names that you know, sucks to be you. Go look them up. Um, and for Victor Von Doom, Dr. Doom, I really like this casting that I she's got too. going. Uh, Rami Malek. Yeah, I think that would be really interesting. Um, I just worry he's too young. Oh, you think? I think he might be too young. Because he, he's probably around our age, if I'm not mistaken. Let's look that up. Rami, how old are you? He's 40. Oh, he is? Jeez, he looks great. Right. I was like, there's no way. But, I mean, I could see him being around 40 because he's about the same age as Reed, which Reed in the comics is late 30s, early 40s. Yeah. So... As for the director, she's saying Terry Gilliam, which he, he's done a lot of comedy from what I'm looking at. He um, has, but he does surrealist comedy. And that would make for kind of an interesting movie. I'm, I would be down for it, but I don't think he would, admittedly. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, if you are unfamiliar with his work, he's done things like The Time Bandits, which was real old, uh, The Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. Uh, gosh, Wasn't that Heath Ledger's last movie? Yeah. Oh, boy. Yep. So, I mean, he's done great movies. Um, and I think a few recently. Let me look that up really quick. I think his most recent direction was, uh, our directed movie was in 2018. 
Yeah, I mean, he is older. He's 81, so yeah. I don't know if he's really directing much. Um, but yeah, he he really got his start in Monty Python. If you're not familiar with Monty yes. Python, educate yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong. Um, <laughs> as far as my fan cast goes, I want to say I would like to see John Krasinski as Reed Richards. Mm-hmm. Um, Human Torch. I'm actually going to switch it up and give that one to uh, Cole Sprouse. That would be interesting, actually. Really? Go on, do tell. No, I think Cole Sprouse could do a really good job of being kind of playful and kind of douchey, but like in a naive way, like Johnny okay, is. that's fair. Um, but he's also like a really strong actor. He can be when he wants to be. Yeah, it just has to be a project he's passionate about, which is why he's very picky and choosy about his projects now. I think it uh, would work, though. I feel, and as much as he wants to be Gambit, and as much as I don't like looking at him personally, I feel like um, Channing Tatum would make a really good Ben Grimm. Ooh, that would be interesting. That would be fun to see. Um, I haven't cast Sue Storm. I want to say Emily Blunt because I really like uh, her... uh, her and John Krasinski's uh, chemistry. I mean, they're already married as it is, and mm-hmm. I feel like they go well together. But I don't know. I feel like we could find someone maybe a little bit stronger. Uh, not to say that Emily Blunt is not strong at all. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to leave hers a little bit open right now. Yeah. But as for uh, Dr. Doom, my vote is for Denzel Washington. Ooh. Okay. I feel like he would make a great villain, and he's at that age where he could definitely pull it off. Yeah. Um, and then, like, obviously don't kill him off in, in that movie. Like, have him be a recurring thing, especially if they're going to be going into uh, Secret Wars. Oh, that's something that you need to bring up, too. Oh, shit, now that I just remember that. Wow, look at me remembering things that I should have remembered. Um, it... Uh, yeah, as far as the directors go, I really want to see John Krasinski in it, but if they don't give it to him, they need to go back to who was supposed to direct the original Ant-Man movie and give it to Edgar Wright. Oh, that would be so good, too. Edgar Wright is probably my number one favorite uh, director of all time. He's so um, good. He's so good. And I just recently watched uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World again, and that movie holds up so fucking well. Yeah. So well. Um, All right, so one last time before we move on from uh, Doctor Strange. There's something that I definitely wanted to discuss. Mm -hmm. Um, I had an oh shit moment the other day while uh, uh, just kind of thinking about the movie, because that's what I do too often. When they were talking, they being the Illuminati, when they were talking about uh, the shit that uh, Doctor Strange had done and saying that he caused an incursion, mm-hmm. which is when two universes collide into each other and then neither of them survive. They were definitely setting up the idea of the comic series Secret Wars. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you know what Secret Wars is? I do not. You want to educate me in the audience? Yeah, just real quick. Uh, Secret Wars is uh, basically a hole was punched in the area between two separate realities, and they were 
going to collide into each other. Uh, if I remember correctly, uh, the only way to stop it was by basically destroying one of the other universes. So they went into a war with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, in like that little space between uh, two separate um, universes. Um, and they ended up colliding anyways and kind of morphing into each other into one giant landmass that was completely controlled by Victor Von Doom. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was uh, definitely a fucked up storyline. Super, super great. Um, but they definitely started laying down the uh, the bricks for them to be doing secret wars. So... We obviously see that in Multiverse of Madness, they mention the possibility of secret wars with the Incursion, right? But I think that they did more than that, and I think that they fully set it up. Oh. And I'm going to tell you why. With Wanda, she went to Universe 838 Mm -hmm. from ours, 616. She went to their universe, killed their Reed, Black Bolt, both their captains, and the leader of the X-Men. So if all of them exist already and are being led by those people, that gives us a big issue. Because 838 already knew about other universes. Yes. But have never had someone come and murder their people. So what I'm thinking is that Secret Wars will take place with 838 and 616 getting ready to collide, but 838 starts it by going to 616 to kill Wanda as revenge. And my thing is, Reed mentioned that he has kids and that his wife is still around, so Sue is going to be distraught and pissed. The X-Men just lost their father figure, their, their big leader, so they're going to feel the same. Mm-hmm. Also, the Ultron bots kept mentioning the same name uh, Ultron, so we never saw 838's uh, Iron Man, which I'm sure he exists too. Though there has been actually online speculation that Reed may have been it. Because they never. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's definitely uh, another another idea um, that Reed may have made them, um, but that doesn't defeat the fact that that universe it's is definitely going to have an Iron Man. Yeah. Um, Just whether so, he's alive or not, it's up for debate yet. Exactly. So you've got the you've got the Baxters, you got X Men, you got Mordo, and whoever else uh, in that universe being pissed off at us coming to eight three uh, over to six one six. Another thing that I didn't think about though is that Black Bolt is the leader of the Inhumans, and they're all going to be pissed too that their leader's dead. Mm-hmm. But one of my friends brought up a good point, and that point is that Richards Reed Richards. Uh, mentioned that he has two kids and one of them is bound to be Franklin Richards mm-hmm. who is probably the only person that would actually be able to take on Wanda at that point because he's got the same reality warping issue uh, powers that Wanda has so a fight between Wanda and this kid could end up in like some giant cataclysmic event I'm with you to a point. Okay, do tell. And that point is that from the ending of the movie, it suggests Wanda's maybe dead. Mm, nope, I disagree because no body, no death. Yeah, but I mean, if she was, if she killed Captain Marvel with a statue, an entire temple coming down in her while she's meditating in it. Leads me to think it's gone. She, mm, she's gone. I don't know. 
I, I don't I, want her to that's be. That's definitely going to be something that we're going to have to debate later on. Um, yeah, I mean, we don't need to get into it right now. But for me, like, I don't want Wanda to be dead. But it does kind of suggest that she is. And I'm hoping to be pleasantly surprised. So that's why I'm with you to a point And that, yes, if she's alive, that absolutely could happen. I think that would be a really cool thing. I still think those things may happen. I just don't know if Wanda will be around they may just be like what the fuck and then we've got the two universes connected so we definitely have some listener reviews that uh, we are going to be putting in soon uh, but we're going to put that in a uh, whole new uh, little bonus episode i think we're going to be trying to do bonus episodes every now and then for you guys just to because we like the interaction that you guys give with us and all that fun stuff but for now we are going to be moving on over to uh, the finale of moon Knight, and we're going to make this one real quick yeah before we do that did you want to give a quick review on what you thought of episode five um Episode five was the sad one, right? Yeah. Yeah, still crying. That's it. Cool. Great. Five second review. Still crying. Love it. Because <laughs> damn, that episode. <laughs> that episode was fucked up. It was so good. It was so good. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we had the finale of Moon Knight and it was definitely a lot. So we get Steven back. We get uh, Harrow becoming the avatar of... Amit. Um, we get a massive god battle between Khonshu and Amit. Um, we get Scarlet Scarab mm, that was good. on screen. That was so good. Her costume. Mwah, I will shout out those costumers every episode <laughs> because right? damn, they did so good. Um, and Tarwet, I think is how you say it. her whole like I have an idea for a costume. <laughs> it's just right? so adorable. Um, so, yeah, we get a lot of really cool things. And then as well, we get a great after credits scene. Mm, that after credits scene. Yeah. So do you want to give uh, your quick review of what you thought on the finale? Okay. So the finale I thought was really nice. Um, I thought that they did a good job. It definitely felt rushed. Um, yes. I found out that it was supposed to be eight episodes altogether, or no, seven episodes altogether, and then they cut it down to six. Um, so it definitely felt like they rushed it, mm-hmm. um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it was a bad episode. Um, a lot of, you can tell that a lot of love and a lot of work went into this series, and they definitely showed that it it was it's a worthy contender of possibly best uh marvel series so far yeah um it's my i favorite. really personally enjoyed it Sorry, i thought they did really good i thought it was a lot of fun and a lot of funny and oscar isaac like we mentioned last time is a fucking powerhouse this dude can act his ass off mm-hmm. um I, I was watching episode five with my partner and it was my second time around, and even the second time around, I caught myself crying. Or not even crying, like tearing up quite a bit because it just how good he is and how heartbreaking the storyline went to those dark, dark places. Um, anyways, yeah, that's my review for episode six. Thought it was really good. Can't wait to see more. What do you think? Yeah, uh, I think 
I agree pretty much entirely with what you were saying. Um, it did feel a little bit rushed, but it still gave us what we needed to know um, and gave us a teaser into the next season because it definitely seems like there's going to be another one. Um, but it definitely did feel a little bit weaker simply and only because of the fact that it was coming right after such a powerful episode like that episode is superb episode five was beautiful it was a master class in acting directing all all of it it was so good and it handled these deep deep topics so gracefully um but yeah the sixth episode was really good it was a lot of fun but it definitely felt rushed and definitely left me wanting more which wasn't necessarily a bad thing in this case no of course not because you know they're going to be giving us a second season um so what happened near the end of the episode is they made they made they being uh, steven and mark made a deal with Conchu saying we'll do this for you real quick but once it's done you have to release us like we're, we're done mm-hmm. and Conchu was like yeah totally got you you're Deal. good um, and they did the shit they were supposed to do, and he released them. Um, but since you are listening to us, you can't see that I said release them with air quotes. Um, and a big wink. And a big wink. Um, I- I'm gonna do the wink right now, and Matt, you gotta put in that ding sound. Ready? Here we go. And. Yeah, I sure hope you put it in. Um,. <laughs> Knowing him, it's going to be an air horn. Um, <laughs> um, so the after credit scene shows uh, Harrow in a psych ward, and he's getting ready to be like taken back to his room. But someone comes up and speaks in Spanish. I was like, no, no, don't worry. I'll, I'll take him to his room. And the nurse is like, what are you talking about? And he's like, don't worry. Just, like, I got him. So... This person wheels him outside and puts him into the back of a big uh, stretch limo, white stretch limo. And Harold kind of like adjusts himself and like sits up and sees Conchu sitting at the end of the uh, at the end of the limo, right? Mm-hmm. And Harold's like, "What? Why are you here? Like, I knew I knew something was going on. Like, what are you doing?" Um, and it reveals that Conchu never really released uh, Mark and Steven's body because they introduced the third identity within them, Jake Lockley. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I was so happy. Because as well, he, he, he did appear technically earlier in the episode too because they blacked out and both of both Mark and Steven were like, that wasn't me. And even um, Scarlet Scarab, because I can't remember the character's name. Layla. Layla. Um, Even Layla was like, what on earth was that? Uh, Yeah, well, I mean, even in that episode, uh, that wasn't the first time we saw him. We saw him, I want to say, two episodes before that as well. He's been dropped throughout, uh, because even in the first episode, there was a point where both of them black out. I think, or it could have been the second, but I mean, it's early on. Yeah. 
Um, and he turns around and looks at Haro, he being Jake Lockley, and says in Spanish, now it's the time that you lose, and fucking shoots him like three or four times, and then drives away with his dead body in the back. And the license Jake Lockley is a fucking menace. <laughs> a fucking menace, yes. And I cannot wait to see him come back and see how uh, Oscar Isaac portrays him. Yeah, because um, oh, masterclass. Always with this motherfucker. I can't stand him. I love him so much. I know. Oh, oh the things boy. I would do to be his okay, friend. Well, to be his friend. Oh, sure, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Hell, I, Matt, I would take just... Call her a fucking liar. Liar! <laughs> ring, ring the shame bell. Ring the shame bell on her. Shame! I hope he does all Shame! Um, <laughs> well, listen, guys, this brings us to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for tuning in, as usual. Uh, this time around, we're actually not going to be doing any unpopular opinions, because uh, I, I, don't, I don't have one. I don't have one right now. I um, can't remember if I and what, gave mine on the last episode. I'm not sure we did. Yeah. We'll pick that one back up soon. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. We love you guys so much. Uh, please please keep an eye out for the uh, bonus episode where we do talk about everyone else's reviews about the uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Um, we'll be bringing that one to you guys hopefully real soon. Uh, I'm shooting for maybe Monday the 15th. Is that the 15th? Yeah. Monday the 16th. Um. Either way, we love you guys. We respect you guys. We hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. And um, yeah, thank you again for tuning in. We couldn't do this without you guys. Truly, you make us all worth it. And uh, we appreciate you endlessly. Also, please send in your reviews. We would yeah, love to. Yeah, send us some more reviews because you guys got a couple extra days now. Um, and of course, we'll mention you by name or unless you don't want us to, then... I don't know, I'll give you some fake stupid name that I could come up with in the spot. Um, anyways, we love you guys so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, but this, uh, as usual, has been Geekly Bi-Weekly. Remember, when you turn off this podcast and you go out into the world, uh, do good by others, but above all else, do good to yourself. Mm-hmm. We love you. Okay, bye, nerds. Bye. Bye.